there is just like a lot of intimidation around swimming for all the reasons that we spoke about that I think will slowly start breaking down. Like more and more people are getting into triathlons, like with sprint triathlons, like that used to be a really intimidating sport where only if you were a super serious athlete, did you do triathlons? And now you have your mom and pop doing a sprint triathlon on a weekend. And so more people are coming to the sport in a, in a fun way and not in a way that it's like, you have to race for time and you have to compete. I think there is a shift, but obviously it takes time and it takes more and more people trying it for the first time. Hey there, my name is Kim and this is my podcast, Power Up Your Performance. I believe that we have the power to rewrite our stories, change the trajectory of our lives, pour love into the world, conquer monumental challenges, and that movement can be a catalyst for change. Let's grow together. Welcome to Power Up Your Performance. Hey, hey, welcome to the show. It has been a long time since February to be exact. I haven't published a new episode since February. I have had some big changes in my life over the last year, and I'll eventually talk about what's been keeping me busy. But for now, I'll just say that I've been very preoccupied and a little overwhelmed with just things going on in my life, and I haven't had the mental space for creating any new content for this podcast. Sometimes I feel like you just need to surround yourself with family and friends and shut out some of the other noise and activities that you fill your life with. And so that's what I've been doing. But it's time to get back into podcasting and interviewing great guests like the person that I will be talking with today um, who can help us all level up. And I am ready for some leveling up. In fact, I have been really, really busy with pushing myself to get back into some of the things that I love this summer. And as you'll hear in today's episode, I got really off track with my fitness during the pandemic. I had not been in a pool to swim for fitness in over two years until the last couple of weeks. And... I did do a half marathon back in April, but I did that on very little training. I would call that more like sporadic training. And I did run-walk intervals just because I had decided that for my birthday, I had a certain race in mind that I was going to do. And then my training just kind of got off course between all of the uh, weird weather that we've had. I have always been a fair weather running person. And I just don't like running in the rain and in the cold weather. So my training kind of got off course. And that's kind of been a theme throughout all the years of this podcast is that I like to push myself to do things and that I don't feel like you have to do running or triathlon or whatever your fitness activity is for the sake of winning for the sake of being competitive. You know, I think you should just go out and have fun. So that's what I did with the tr- with the half marathon. I just wanted to get out and move my body, not trying to be perfect, not feeling like I needed to be out in the front or even in the middle of the pack. I just went out and worried about my doing my own thing and having fun and making myself happy. And so I actually did have a great time doing that race. 
And then a few weeks later, I did a four-mile run through Kansas City's Country Club Plaza with my 21-year-old daughter, and it was her race, and again, we had a lot of fun. We actually were training to do the Savannah Rock and Roll Half Marathon because she had been, before the pandemic, going to film school in Savannah, and we love Savannah, and so that was going to be a thing that we were training for for the fall. But they did not get their city permits, and the race was canceled for this year. So that kind of just blew up our training plans. And yeah, so my my fitness has been a mess because once we got that news, we didn't pick a new race right away. And so we, we really got off course on our things. Then graduation season hit. And my youngest is graduating from high school. She graduated from high school this year. And it just seemed like we got so many days of rain. And then we had graduation festivities. And I don't know. Then I started just focusing more on, well, let's get a sneak in a dog walking. At least get that in when I have the time. So I just got out of my running habit just as I did with all of my gym habits during the pandemic. And the point of this whole story is that once you let a habit go, it is work to get those things back. So here we are in the middle of July, and I have started swimming again. I've been on my bike outside again. And just last night, I did sign up for a sprint triathlon that's at the end of July. So I had been kind of on the fence about this, deciding, do I do it? Do I not? And then I decided, you know what? I'm just being chicken. I could do all these things. I've been doing them now for three weeks consistently, four weeks maybe. I don't know, depending on when you count what I've been doing. I've kind of been easing back into everything. And so I'm doing this sprint triathlon. And if you go back a few summers in the archives of this podcast, you'll see a lot of episodes about things that I did the last time I had to feel like I was getting back into triathlon after my breast cancer treatment and all the uncertainty that I had to overcome. And and I'm telling you this whole long story because we all go through things in our lives where we have these ups and downs and Maybe we do need to spend more time focusing on our family or other aspects of our lives. And so don't get so caught up on what you used to be able to do or what you think you should be able to do now or what you think other people think you should be able to do now. Just go your and do your own thing. And if you can just stay in your own zone Do your own thing. Do what is fun. Do what is safe. You're going to have a ball and you're going to be able to stick with your fitness habits and build confidence and get stronger and all of those things. Sometimes you have to do things in tiny increments to build confidence and to prove to yourself that something is possible. But beyond that, you have to stop comparing yourself to who you were in the past. You have to stop dwelling on how you aren't where you want to be yet today. And you just need to live in the moment and be and do and experience. And before long, you're going to find that your abilities expand because one, you've been building confidence with those tiny steps, but also number two, because you're getting smarter, stronger, tougher through repetition and practice. And I hope you're seeing that what I'm talking about 
even though I'm talking about me getting back into triathlon, this goes for anything new you want to try or anything you used to do that you want to get back into. Just take those baby steps. So that's my pep stop, pep talk of the week. Get out of your head, jump in the deep end, and just do the thing. Now, on to today's topic. I am talking with Shira Gorin. Shira is most well-known for founding Zygo, the first ever tool that swimmers use to stream audio and live communication underwater. Shira graduated from UCLA with a law degree and became the general counsel for an international hospitality group at the age of 27. Tired of a desk job, she quit to start Swim Team, a fitness company similar to SoulCycle and Barry's Bootcamp that offers swimming-based workout classes. Shira also founded a nonprofit called Dinating, which worked with restaurants to raise money to feed needy families in Los Angeles, donating 30,000 plus meals using the funds they raised. So let's talk swimming and fitness with Shira Gorin. Welcome to the show, Shira. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Same. Thanks for having me on. So we're talking about swimming today. Can you give us just a little bit of information on how did you get started in swimming? Have you always been a swimmer? Sure. Uh, Short answer is no. Uh, (laughs) I grew up playing soccer, really any sport. Um, You know, I live in California, so I was around water, but never swam for fitness or competition. I mostly did team sports. I played soccer in college and post collegiate career, which might be a generous term for that. But uh, I and my co-founder were both big fans of all things boutique fitness. So with like the rise of Golden Berry's Bootcamp and Pilates and yoga and boxing, we both wanted to do our first triathlon. And we weren't working in the fitness space at all. It was just, you know, something we did kind of more like weekend warrior type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and we wanted to take a swim class and realize there was no option for just like a fun swim class for an adult. You either had aqua aerobics that you know, my 98 year old grandma does, or you have like a master's type swim, which is like you wake up at 5am and it's an hour and a half swim. And um, it's really intimidating as an adult to get into swim. There's so much friction. Like you show up to the pool, there's people in lanes. Are you allowed to enter the lane? Like if what's the etiquette for the lane? And then if you don't know what a good workout is, you're like, I'm, you know, I'm out of breath after two laps. Is that a good workout? You just, there's so much that you just don't know. And so our first business was a class. We wanted to create like the soul cycle of swimming, a 45 minute boutique fitness class that was fun and energetic and um, had music and playlists. Like, again, the, the same reason why like a soul cycle class goes by so fast, because it's just more about the energy and the environment than the pure workout. And to make a long story short, from running those classes, we realized like the, the inability to stream audio underwater was like the linchpin to bring swimming into like the modern day fitness mm. era. Um, and so I guess the real answer to your question is no, I wasn't a swimmer. Now I consider myself a swimmer, but like it is very much a product that we were seeking to buy for ourselves, wanting to make swimming engaging and community driven and fun, like we've found with every other, um, sport. And so we are big believers in swim for a lot of reasons now. 
Um, but previous to starting the company, um, I had never like really swum, swum, swam a lap, uh, you know, for fitness. Just a quick announcement for my dreamers and world changers out there. So you might know I've spent the last 18 months developing a social media marketing agency with my daughter, Abby. Our company is called Iris Digital Media Group, and we do social media marketing, content creation, content strategy, and audio event production for dreamers, world changers, speakers, podcasters, course creators, and anyone who has a fun, zany, outrageous idea that will make the world a kinder, more compassionate place. If this sounds like you, you'll want to know about the new course we are offering. It's called Build Your Content Plan in a Weekend. This quick course will help you plan your content so you're never scratching your head on a Monday morning wondering what you should post this week. I know we all do this. I can relate to this too. With Build Your Content Plan in a Weekend, we teach you how to create a strategic plan that ties in with your business goals so you can stop chasing trends and move from that hobby stage of your business where you're not really earning enough money to call it a job yet and begin earning serious income. Just head over to irisdigitalmediagroup.com slash content plan. Yes, I love this story because I can relate in so many ways. So I started swimming. I mean, you know, okay, you're little, you take swimming lessons. Sure. You you play in the water, you splash in the water, you learn how to swim well enough to go to the lake and have fun with your friends. And then, right. you know, you go to, you grow up, you go to college, you quit doing all that stuff because you have real life or whatever the reason is that people who aren't competitive swimmers decide to right. not right. swim. So I was training for a marathon and I got hurt as uh, I tended mm-hmm. to do back then. And so one of my friends was like, you need to take swimming lessons with my coach. And I'm like, I am not swimming. I hate swimming. We are not doing right. that. Well, she convinces me to have one lesson with her coach. And I'm like, gasping, I can hardly do it. He, um, it, it was super embarrassing because to swim to, as an adult, to swim to just play in the water with your kids is one thing. To swim for fitness yes. is a whole different thing. Yes. And so anyway, long story short, I end up taking swimming lessons with this guy. And then I think it was 10 years ago because I just had this show up in my Facebook memories. One of our, one of our, um, we all, this whole group of us took swimming lessons together. We're like, just like you said, master's classes. That's like at a whole different level usually, or at least at our gym, it's a whole different level. It's former collegiate, former high school swimmers. They don't want to slow down enough or dumb down their workouts enough right or the person the adult who's just learning how to swim so i love that you guys were out to solve that problem that's really cool so then that brings me to my other question when you're an adult who's trying to get back into swimming and there's that gap between well i can't go to the master's class because i'm not quite there what are your best tips for getting back into swimming for fitness? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. Um, and one, just cause and I think this fits kind of in your whole mm-hmm. thesis around athletes, like for some reason, swimming 
it's like if you're not an Olympic swimmer, you're not a swimmer. Whereas like our baseline is like if you won't drown in the pool, you're a swimmer, right? Like you're yeah. a swimmer. Yeah. Everybody is a swimmer's body. Like that whole kind of thought that you have to be um, something serious to be a swimmer, like, you know, come to us as you are. And like, everyone is a swimmer. So from that perspective, one, so our device also has a one-way walkie talkie functionality. So you can put the headset on and a coach can coach you in real time. And so I think my first tip would be like, there's so many coaches or like former, you know, collegiate athletes that have tips that like, if you book like a 30 minute or hour long session with someone just because swimming is so technical that like, it's not a matter of being stronger. It's like so form driven that just getting some of the basics I think is helpful. And having that coach in your ear, you feel like you have a buddy, you're not swimming alone. Like someone's swimming along with you. And then two our we have an app of guided workouts. It's not um, mandatory to use the headset. It's an optional subscription, Mm -hmm. but we have 400 plus workouts and we really designed it again for us where it's everything from like a 15 minute freestyle basics. So you just have a coach, it's paired to music, coaching you through like reminding you to keep your elbow high or reminding you about kicking. Um, and so giving you just like fundamental tips along the way. And again, you can show up to the pool and you feel like you're, you have someone with you, like you're not alone. And then we also have workouts that are like 20 minute intervals where it's based on time. So it's, pool size agnostic, like whatever pool you're in, you're like maybe, um, sprinting for 20 seconds and then recovering and they give you breaks at the wall. And so I think just like pun intended, like getting your feet wet. And I think because we come at this from like, we don't know how to swim alone, that having someone or feeling like you have a guided workout with you takes kind of that scariness away from like your initial swim. Um, and, and then you have those technique sets along the way that can bolster your form and your ability to, to swim. Why do you think that adults tend to not think of swimming as a go-to fitness activity? Is it the boredom or the solitary nature, or is there something else there? Yeah, I mean, I think like anecdotally in terms of the amount of people we've spoken to a lot of people are like you know I know it's good for me I know it's easy on my joints but it's it's boring and it's monotonous or like some people are like you know but I don't want to get my hair wet um that's like I'm maybe more like female driven on some respects which side note we do have like dry hair do care workouts where like you can keep your hair dry because it's a lot of breaststroke or more like circuit training type stuff um and then I, I, I really do feel just like pre soul cycle, pre Peloton spinning might've been more niche and more intimidating for people. And now it's quite ubiquitous and people can go into a spin room and they feel comfortable. Whereas like before they never did it. And I just don't feel like swimming really has had its moment. And we think a key factor of that is because of this like inability to kind of have this fun playlist or ability to do these guided workouts. And so I think there swimming is growing as a category in a sport. And I think, especially as you have a kind of like this CrossFit generation where like their bodies are breaking down and where there's like more of a movement to go outside and do activities out outside where a lot of the bodies of water are. And then also to kind of diversify your fitness portfolio where you run one day a week, you spin one day a week and you swim one day a week. 
um, kind of adding that into your agenda. But yeah, there is just like a lot of intimidation around swimming for all the reasons that we spoke about that I think will slowly start breaking down. Like more and more people are getting into triathlons, like with sprint triathlons, like that used to be a really intimidating sport where only if you were like a super serious athlete, did you do triathlons? And now you have, you know, like your mom and pop doing a sprint triathlon on the weekend. Um, and so more people are coming to the sport in a, in a fun way and not in a way that it's like, you have to race for time and you have to compete. Um, and so I think, I think there is a shift, but obviously it takes, it takes time and it takes more and more people, um, trying it for the first time. Mm -hmm. And I feel like too, that just because of the way the world looked throughout the pandemic, that some people were not going to the gym. And in Kansas, you swim in an indoor pool most of the year, right. you know, where I am. And right. so it's like a lot of people, I got totally out of, I haven't had not until recently been in a pool for the purpose of swimming laps for over two years. And then just recently, well, we did a, a big uh, group bike ride last weekend. And I'm like, cool. I had already started swimming and I said, man, I want to get back into triathlon. Mm. And then I come home and I start looking up all the races. Cause again, triathlon season is short here. Sure. I'm like, what can I still get in shape for and do? And then I go, okay, I know I can bike the distance for a sprint because I just did yes. it. Right. The run is the distance of my dog walk every day. So if I have to, I can walk it, but the swim, right. you gotta make sure you can do the 500 yards or the 500 meters. So you don't drown in the lake. Sure. So yesterday I did my big first 500. I mean, I, I like did little, little things leading up to it that I did my first. I'm like, okay, now I know I can swim 500. Sure. Sure. Yeah. But I think that that is another thing where people think that you have to, when you get into the pool, if, if you have not worked with a coach, you think, oh, you just get in and you just swim and swim and swim. And, you know, you swim for an hour and then you're done. Can you talk a little bit about, how you structure a swim workout in your app? Yeah, sure. Um, and that's, it is fun to hear that you're like the way that you've approached it, getting back into it. Cause I think again, like you don't have to win the race. It's just a matter of like completion. And so it's like right. being comfortable enough that like you can get through it no matter what your time is like, that is success in, in our eyes. Um, Me too. yeah. Um, yeah. So within our app, we also have like series, like more along the lines of like, you know, couch to your first mile swim. And like, so it's like, nice. let's say it's like a, you know, six workouts in, in between. Um, and a lot of those are like, just, they start out like you would similar to like, if you've done guided runs or guided cycles. So for instance, it could be like, you're again, it's all music. So it's fun. It's not just like a voice with nothing, but you have like, let's say like a four or five minute warm up where the coach is just like, Again, like getting your body relaxed, setting you up for the main set, kind of gentle reminders around around form, body scans, like are your legs heavy, are your loose? Um, and then the main sets are a lot of times um, like endurance or interval sets, or like for instance, just for a triathlon, like we just had a coach who did a triathlon workout, and it really was like doing a continuous. It was a thirty minute workout, but it was a continuous twenty minute swim as a main set, which for some people might sound like nothing for someone like me, like that's a really big thing to do. I would never swim for 20 minutes continue mm -hmm. continuously. Right. Um, 
And she basically like had a fun, fun playlist and she's done some triathlons. So like along the way, when the 20 minutes, like was giving you tips for your first triathlon. So, you know, talking about like transitions or like how she takes off her wetsuit to transition from like the swim to the bike or pre-race day meals or like what she likes to eat before. Um, and then like what she thinks about during, um, during the swim for either if it's a sprint or if it's more of an Olympic distance, um, type of triathlon. And so the set really is like, you can be in any size pool, whether you do a hundred laps or 20 laps, like you're just, you're going back and forth and you're getting these reminders around form. You're getting these kind of coaching pro tips on how to approach your race day and, and training. And then towards the end, you have a cool down just to like, um, make sure that you're not sore the next day. And, um, 30 minutes goes by pretty fast. So that one like specifically is kind of like more of a general one. And then, like I was saying, the ones that are more like interval based, we tend to do more time and not 25 yards, but we do have workouts that are based on like a 25 yard pool. And they'll do like, for instance, um, we're, our coaches did a workout for, we're doing like a series for the 4th of July. And it was like every set was in fours. So it was like four one hundreds and the pace, the coaches can pick the pace. So this was like an intermediate pace. So it was like four one hundreds on the two minute, um, which again, as a side note, someone who didn't swim, you'd see these whiteboards and it would look like algebra class. You're like, what are these numbers? I have no idea what three times seven on the four twenty. Uh, you know, I, I still can't read them at all. And so you have the coach like guides you. They're basically like, if that made no sense, you just like listen to my cues. I'll I'll pace you along the way. Um, and so you know, it's four one hundreds, four seventy fives, four four fifties. Um, and it's like you don't have to think about it. Like the coach is telling you like where you're at along the journey. The coach is like pushing you maybe on the last like twenty five. The coach is like push it for the last twenty seconds. They tell you when to take a break. Um, and again, the workouts just go by a lot faster because you're not having to think you have fun music in your ear and you have a coach who's also saying like, great job. Right. And like, they're not with you, but like hearing that is always fun, no matter where you are. So that's, that's kind of a sense of, of what the app provides. Yeah. I think that's really cool too, because I do feel like it gives you maybe a little bit more confidence to go in and do a structured workout or to do something that other than just go in and let's just swim continuously. Because I think for a lot of people who, again, haven't been part of a team before, haven't been part right. of a master's program, that's what they think you do when you train. Kind of like when you show up to a run club and everybody just like darts off on the run and then there's right. no warm up, no cool down, no stretching. Right. I mean, right. that's not how you should approach running either. Right, right. Right. And but, but you like, don't want to be the yeah. one that does the thing like, oh, my gosh, I'm doing these warm up drills or I'm doing intervals and people think that's weird. Right. Right. And I mean, I think running is like probably, you know, can be or at least was like somewhat similar. Like it is intimidating if you're not a runner to get into running or to go on a run. And that's why, like when you when you go to a pool and you're by yourself like it can be even more intimidating and solitary. Cause like, at least in like a spin class, like you can get on the bike, it's kind of dark. Like you can do your thing. You can follow other people. Um, but you really do feel like a fish out of water when you show up to a pool, not knowing what you're doing, which is also why, like when you show up and you know, you have like a 30 minute workout, that's going to be like, you just press play 
and you listen, then it mm-hmm. takes a lot of that out of it. You feel like you have a buddy, you feel like you have more confidence showing up because you know, you're just doing what the workout is telling you to do. And then, you know, you're going to get a good workout in and then, you know, you're, you're on your way and you don't really need to deal with all of the extra um, stuff going on um, at the pool. Like, that's my favorite thing about it. It's just like, it takes, it takes like any other worry away from showing up to a pool alone, not knowing what to do. Hey, sorry to interrupt this conversation, but I wanted to let you know, if you're curious about Zygo, it's not only used to listen to music while swimming, but can also be used for swimming instructors and coaches to use as a walkie-talkie to their athletes. And Shira is giving us a 15% discount to listeners of this show. Just go to shopzygo.com and enter the code POWERUP, all caps, all one word, at checkout. Yeah, because in swimming, there's also, like you were talking about with the spin class, there's no hiding in the back of the room, um, right? standing behind everybody, because, I mean, you're in the pool, everybody's seeing you, so. Right, right, yeah, and and on, on top of that, too, like, we have some, um, we have some workouts that also have gear, so whether it's, like, fins or paddles or swim buoy, and again, personally, never knew what any of those things were for. And what really clicked for me was when someone was like, it's like when you work out with your body weight on land and then you introduce weights, like it's a whole different ball game when you have weights and it's not just your body weight. So similar to swimming, you can swim just yourself all day long. And then when you start adding in paddles, then you work your arms more. And then when you add in a swim buoy, then, you know, like it, it changes. And so never having had any of that equipment, And now we have workouts of like, you know, learn to swim with fins or like how to use your paddles and, or some workouts just like call for it. It's like, you know, Hey, if you have fins, like you can put them on now and we'll do some, like, you know, some fast, um, finishes or or something, something like that. Um, but again, you don't have to like, think about it. Like you have it, you're told when to use them or not to use them. Um, and it takes a lot of like the guesswork or feeling like you're an outsider, um, away from it. Okay, can we talk about expectations? Let's say you're somebody who is brand new to swimming or you're getting back into swimming. We always put all this pressure on ourselves to, oh, I need to spend, go out and I need to swim 2,000 yards or I need to swim for an hour. Can you just talk about how do you ease into this so you don't get hurt or so you don't get discouraged really quickly? Yeah. Um, I mean, again, I think, I mean, I, I get it from like, again, from my own experience, like being a collegiate athlete, like I thought you had to be like the best at everything for it to be like a good workout. Um, but no, I mean, swimming's in particular, I think the small milestones are the big milestones. Like even being in the pool for 10 minutes to me is like, that's a success. Like getting to the pool, doing your first workout. Um, is really much a larger accomplishment than when you get to the point where you even can swim 2000 yards. Um, and so I think it really is like just taking it stroke by stroke and setting your goals, like really, um, approachably, like in terms of I'm going to swim one day this week and like, maybe not put any like distance requirements around it, you know, like, we have some like fun swims that are really just like 
fun music and maybe they're like 15 minutes or 20 minutes and it's maybe you do half it. Maybe you do a quarter of it. Um, but I think that the pressure is in swimming specifically, like works so much against you because, um, it really is a game of endurance and both mentally and physically. Um, and so I, I think for anyone wanting to get into it, I think it's, it's more of a matter of just like doing it and not putting any sort of time necessities or distance necessities around it. Like we talked about at the beginning, I think nailing the fundamentals and even just saying like, Hey, I'm going to work with a coach for 20 minutes so that I can understand how to swim better is probably way more important long-term than I'm going to swim for an hour. Because if you're swimming for an hour and your form's not great, then you're like exhausting yourself, risk injury, like all the things that, um, we force ourselves to do just because we feel like if we don't swim for an hour, then it wasn't a good workout. Um, but yeah, swimming, swimming also is pretty effective as, as a form of workout. So, um, you might not need to swim for an hour to get the same level of workout on your body. Yes. Um, when I got back in the pool here a couple of weeks ago, Mm -hmm. I was so surprised because when you're in good shape, you just, you don't realize all the muscle groups you're using. Right. I was shocked how bad my arms hurt. Uh So we started with my friend and I, my friend went with me we started with 25s. We go, okay, let's go do a 25. Let's rest. Let's do another 25. Let's rest. And then back to your point about like those mini milestones. I had breast cancer seven years ago. And when I got back into the pool after I was all done with chemo and everything, I would go, okay, I'm going to go to my group fitness class or my cycle class. And then I'm going to get in the pool for 10 minutes. I'm just going to swim for 10 minutes. That's the workout. And then I would get dressed and go home. And I think people don't, that's weird. We don't want to do that. It's not hardcore enough, but sometimes that's what you have to do to be able to make progress. You have to hit those little tiny milestones. Yeah. And I mean, the two things that came to mind when you said that is like, one, I really do feel like, and I think again, swimming and probably in any sport, like sometimes you have to regress to progress, right? Like sometimes you have to take a step back to then like boost yourself forward. And I think, I mean, probably some of the people that are, you know, that are fans of yours and in this world as well, like you push yourself and that helps make you a successful individual but also that can work against you when like, you're not listening to your body or if you're getting into like a new sport and kind of having some like humbleness around the fact that like, it might take some time. I think in general, like we push ourselves so much and have to like PR every workout. And again, some of that is, is good because it fuels you to get better, but it also really can work against you when it gets in the way of kind of maybe what's best for you that day. Yeah. So with your why don't you tell us about the whole product? Because it's not sure. just an app. So tell us everything that's included in this product because it's pretty cool. Yeah. And the app, again, is is an optional subscription. But like the main um, feature is a headset that you can put on that connects to a, a transmitter, which also Bluetooth connects to your phone. So basically, you as a consumer can stream whatever you want from your phone to the headset, whether that's Spotify, podcast, 
we have a bunch of people who always send us um audiobooks that they're listening to like i think someone's on their like eighth or ninth audiobook and they they swim longer because they want to finish the book which like again is like the best compliment we can get if people are like swimming more because they like can't wait to listen to their favorite podcast or whatever mm-hmm. um and then so that transmitter um also doubles as a one-way walkie-talkie so it has that coaching functionality so you can push to talk and communicate with your athlete um in real time or you know someone can call you in for dinner if dinner's ready or whatever kind of the the use case might be but anything else on market right now or like when you know again when we were trying to buy something were and are mp3 players um which in our mind um is a bit of a relic of the past just like you know no one takes their mp3 player on a run anymore you stream all day long um so in our minds like streaming we live in a streaming era and so the same thing should be applied to swim so you hop in the pool press play on whatever you want to listen to and you're on your way awesome and how do people get this product we sell uh only on our website so it's shop zygo uh zygo.com um they can check it out learn more about the product the technology um and we currently have inventory we were sold out for quite a bit of time but um we do um have units now and then our app is on um the google play store and um the apple store awesome any other things that you want to share with the audience before we let you go no, I think, I think this is great. I think like if anyone took away anything, I think it's just kind of the idea that, you know, every, everyone is a swimmer, whether you swim now or you're going to swim in the future and you don't need to, you know, win gold at the Olympics to, um, get your first workout in. Yeah. Cause swimming is good for you. It's really great. Yeah. Great way to, and once you get into it, you start meeting people. And I know for me, that's how I got this amazing group of women women that I run around with and we all did our first triathlons together and then everybody's just we've gotten older people have grandchildren it's aches and pains or whatever but we can still swim together we can yes. some of us can still cycle together and so you start to meet people who have common interests which I think is just another really important factor in wellness totally and I I think to your point exactly it starts out feeling solitary and then you realize pretty quickly um it it does have the ability to be a community driven sport um especially when you start going to the to the pool and seeing same people and then we've had a lot of people who because um your zygo on the side of the pool is such a noticeable feature that people start asking you about it and so that adds to the whole the whole vibe at the at the pool Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It was great talking to you. Thank you for having me. And, and uh, I look forward to seeing kind of your, your triathlete journey. Thank you for joining me for season four of Power Up Your Performance. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend, rate, review, and follow. Dream big and get out there and explore.